0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and, of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello here and
1: welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, I'm going to watch you as we are in the dog days of July. And... You know, Guys, we're getting closer and closer. Big Ten Media Days, just a couple of weeks away as Nebraska will be out there. Uh, Adrian Martinez, Khalil Davis, um, as well as Muhammad Barry representing the Huskers in Chicago in a couple of weeks with Scott Frost on day one. Um, and it leads me to this. I wanted to start off today's show as, as as we'd like to do in July. We like to talk big picture and kind of look at the the, the realm of things going into this 2019 season. And my question out of the gates to start this show off is, what would define a successful season in 2019? By the way, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus here in studio with me um, here for the show. But as I start to look at this season, is it about the wins? Is it about the improvement? Is it about simply winning the West? Is it about simply closing the gap and and winning some of these games that matter? Because I think if you polled a lot of different people – You'd get multiple answers from everybody on kind of what defines a great season because we've had nine and three seasons here at Nebraska that we've watched 10 and two type years um, where championships weren't won and they were they lost when it mattered in the championship game and the bowl game, where you know, I, I think that's where it starts. I've got to win, I believe, a meaningful game early, whether it's Ohio State or Wisconsin. Um, and, and and get the momentum and show that this is heading in the right direction.
2: Yeah, for me, it's it's all about wins. Uh, I think last year, that's where you kind of got your you know, moral victory type stuff to where uh, you know you saw how terrible thing things were for the first six games and the bounce back turnaround that they made for the second half of the season. Uh, I think that, you know fans could at least accept that. I mean it was a four and eight season, but it was a much different four and eight from the year ago. Now, in year two, things need to be a lot better you need tangible evidence that this thing is getting back on the right track and for me that certainly without question means going to a bowl game and a decent bowl game uh you know I'm not necessarily saying college football playoff at this point but you know they need to be in the realm of the the outback bowl or whatever it is capital one or yeah. citrus bowl and, and or I, I say holiday that, bowl yeah i say that because they have the two biggest x, x factors that define college football they have a star quarterback and they have an easy schedule they have an easy path to get there and so I mean the table is set more than it's been in a long long time for Nebraska to make that next jump and you know Scott Frost was brought here to win he wasn't here to sit there and have feel good stories and stuff like that I think that now uh, with everything that's you know at on on the horizon here for this program uh, the wins need to start coming and I would say at minimum in my opinion flip the record Eight and four. I think eight and four is kind of the, the borderline of well, what Vegas I would is consider at eight and and a half now. Yeah. And so I think that's – I mean, I think that's reasonable. And anything above that is icing on the cake. Yeah, to me, it's all about wins too. Last year was when you could say,
0: well, look, we're improving. Even though we, we don't have a good record, um, you could see tangible evidence where the, this team is getting better, we're improving, you can see where we're heading. Now you have to say, okay, we're – now we're um, – we're we're getting back to nebraska now we're we're in the mix for a, a big 10 west championship or you the know, train is moving the train is moving and and i think that you have to you have to have tangible evidence of those wins not just say that we're improving you have to be able to say okay um you know we're a we're trending in the right direction. We're winning eight, nine games, or we're we're getting ready to take that next step to where we're winning 10 or 11 games or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to say they have to win the West in year two, but I think they have to be – at the very least, like really, like seriously, in the discussion all the way up until you know at, at November at some point. Sure, that that Iowa game needs to yeah. mean something. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. I think that that game has to mean something.
1: well, and, and just even simply beating Iowa for the first time sure. in in yeah. four years—they've beat them since Bo Pelini's final game um, as a head coach—that would be something. Beating Wisconsin for just the second time since joining the Big Ten Conference—that was only in Bo Pelini's last year. Se- 2012 season they beat Wisconsin that year Um, I mean those things just haven't happened (laughs) very often um, since Nebraska's joined the Big Ten but right now Vegas is up to an 8.5 it started at an 8 but as far as the early numbers go on point spreads Nebraska is a point spread favorite in 11 of 12 games only game they're a dog right now is Ohio State on the way-too-early lines put out on, I don't know what you call those, the ones that come out way early. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get a lot of these three-point, four-point lines. Yeah,
2: basically pickems so Whoever's the home team is the three-point favorite. That's how it is in the NFL. So. And
1: that's how Nebraska balls become. It's become NFL Sunday-type lines since they joined the Big Ten. I mean, I remember my early days in the Big 12. There were games where they were – I mean, it was a routine 40-, 50-point Vegas lines. <laughs> Um, where I mean, it was like you can play your worst game and still win by forty.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Them so, days are gone. I know, I know. And it's so, been a long
0: time since that's happened.
2: So, so going along with that, I mean, not only is the record important to me, but uh, they need to be the team <laughs> they were at the end of last season, to where the games are constantly competitive. No more Michigans. No more embarrassing blowouts where fans are turning the game off at halftime. And that goes without saying, but those have become so common over the last three years that uh, they they just can't happen anymore. And, and so the wins would obviously take care of that. But even in the losses, they need to be good losses. They need to be ones where this team is in the game in the fourth quarter with the chance to win uh, and just you know, make fans proud of what's happening. And I, I think that that certainly turned in the right direction at the end of last year. But, again, we haven't gone a season in the last how many years without Nebraska being embarrassed in a major way in at least one game over how many of the last years. Yeah,
0: and usually those happen on, like, national
2: television. Course, at night. At night, like in the worst possible
0: times. And then the and, tweets just unload. Yeah, and it's like, oh, here we go again. Nebraska's and, back. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that for next year to be – considered a success I think you have to you have to get to a point where you're having like at least every now and then some legitimate national pub where people are talking about you and 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 talking about what's going on in Lincoln Nebraska because it's been a long time since that's happened I mean I mean I don't remember the last time where you really had a season where people are like hey don't look now but maybe football is back in Lincoln Nebraska well and Mike Riley You know,
1: it was weird. But when they were seven and zero, and then they took Wisconsin to overtime in Madison, and they lost that game at they were seven and one. They were in the top ten for a month. Yeah. Um, But it was a weird feeling. You know, it was it was like just a dirty feeling. You just needed to take a shower. It just didn't feel right that they were seven and one, and then Ohio State and Urban Meyer exposed that. The following week, but you know, the week before that, Wisconsin took Ohio State to overtime. So. You know, it was, but it was, as we said many times on the on this show, that wasn't close. But I, what scares me, guys, is the Big Ten West. I think there's five or six teams that think they can win the West
2: right now. Basically anybody but Illinois. Poor Lovey. Yeah. I mean, seriously, though. I mean, you can make a case for every single team in the Big Purdue's Ten West. Purdue's going to
1: have a tough time of it, but they're still going to be a bear.
2: Yeah, but they still have an experienced quarterback with Rondell Moore. I mean, that is going to take you a long way and you know they have one of the better coaches in the conference in Jeff Brom. So I mean they're they're gonna be a fight. Northwestern's gonna be a fight. Iowa's gonna be a fight. There's no cakewalks. Yeah and no. so so while you don't have that, you know, maybe the, the typical Wisconsin where they're the clear favorite you have like you said five teams that you could make a legitimate case for why they're going to win the division and nebraska is certainly included in that i mean i think they're just as talented as anybody else in that division and then you pair that with the schedule nebraska has the track to win this thing and so that's why i say that and i i think we've all kind of echoed the same sentiment that uh you know not only does the record need to flip this this no, late, late November games need to have significant impact in not only just determining the conference, but postseason fate for Nebraska as well.
1: You're listening here to the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, Robin Wachett here. I've got a lot to talk about here on the show, but I wanted to pass this message on first. If you are interested in being a part of the Husker Online Show, we're looking for some sponsors here for the upcoming season uh, to have your business read and represented here on not only our online uh, airing of the show, but we're aired statewide on multiple affiliates, including in Omaha, Lincoln, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, Fremont. Um, So take advantage of being a part of the Husker Online Show. Drop me an email at sean, S-E-A-N, at huskeronline.com. We'd love to get a chance to talk about your business live here on the Husker Online Show. But uh, when we come back, guys, we are going to shift. The, the topic of conversation over, uh, we're going to discuss the second half of Nebraska's schedule. Last week, we talked about the first six games. We're going to talk about the final uh, six games on the schedule and kind of what that looks like for Nebraska. That's next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.